Hey, it's Jason with the Marketing Podcast Network. As a business-to-business marketer, your needs are unique. B2B buying cycles are long and your customers face incredibly complex decisions. Isn't it time you had a marketing platform built specifically for you? LinkedIn ads empower marketers with solutions for you and your customers. LinkedIn ads allow you to build the right relationships, drive results, and reach your customers in a respectful environment. On LinkedIn, you'll have direct access to and build relationships with decision makers. Of the 875 million users on the network, 180 million are senior-level executives, 10 million are C-level executives. You will also be able to drive results with targeting and measurement tools built specifically for B2B, and they work. Audiences exposed to brand messages on LinkedIn are six times more likely to convert. LinkedIn Ads is also ranked number one for security, community, and ad experience as part of Business Insider's Digital Trust Study. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash MPN and claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash MPN. Terms and conditions apply. Search engine optimization can be confusing, but your business can benefit from it regardless of what you do. SEMrush, an all-in-one digital marketing suite, can cover key SEO activities including tracking your competitors' keyword strategies, improving search rankings, and much more. Why choose multiple solutions when you can use just one? Start your free trial today and get on top. Go to bit.ly slash SEMrushMPN. That's B-I-T dot L-Y bit.ly slash SEMrushMPN. I think now is the best time to become a podcast coach because it's mainstream now. But you got to have your systems in place. All right, so today we're getting into the conversation about being a podcast consultant or a podcast coach, whatever you want to call it. Um, this is one that not really many people are talking about. Um, I had people ask me this since like 2020, like, how did you become a coach and how do you get clients and do all of this stuff? So I kind of want to get into it. First things first, I think if you're already working in an industry as far as producing, editing, show notes, management, it makes it really easy for you to jump into being a podcast coach or consultant, right? It's really easy to kind of lean into that. And I think you should, I think it's smart. Um, I think what you have to do though is really follow kind of a process that any agency would, but I will say it's different in the podcasting world because how you get clients is different, man. So I'm going to go through kind of my four step process to become a consultant. Well, let me be specific, a podcast consultant. I don't want to confuse anybody out there. First of all, you need to have a clear type of podcast you want to work with. And a lot of people get upset with me when I say this, but most podcasters are cheap. That's just the truth. Because podcast hosts are really, it's not a clear distinction right now. We haven't gotten to that point just yet where there's like clearly this type of podcast over here and then clearly this type of podcast over here. Um, we don't have uh, names to really define them or anything like that. So if you're a consultant and you see somebody as a podcaster, you could say, yeah, I work with podcasters and try to get them as a client. But the truth is you'll probably waste a lot of time doing that. If it's one thing I can tell you from experience is that podcasters just don't want to spend money. And that's on average, right? I would say a far majority of podcasters are hobbyists. They do it for fun. They're just having fun with their friends and stuff. No real structure, no real goals. 
you know, if they can make some money, cool. If not, that's okay too. And I'm not mad at them for that. You know, if that's how you want to do your content, I'm not judging anybody do your thing. But if you want to be a consultant, the first thing you got to do is figure out who you want to work with in the business space. Meaning there are a lot of companies now that are launching podcasts. And I mean, a lot of companies across different spaces and different industries, companies realize that now you need to be basically a media brand to have a successful brand, because if not one tweet about your company could ruin everything. Somebody saying it, something happened in an office or that somebody's racist and then boom, your company goes up in flames. So now they're creating a lot of content. They want to have more of a brand presence online. Companies now understand that when they create content, that saves them on advertising. You know, you can get a podcast with thousands amount of views and then you get a TikTok with a lot of views or a YouTube channel that's successful. That's going to help your company a lot. So what you have to do is figure out what type you want to work with, man. And I think you should get really, really specific early on until you get past five clients that you've worked with. Um, and I know that's like a very... I guess, random number, but just for specificity, I, I like to kind of give you these steps, man. So you know what you got to do. Like for me, I work with all different types of podcasts until I figured out the kind that I wanted to work with. And I realized it was a waste of time because in the beginning I knew I only want to work with shows that have a, a business, they have products and services, not solopreneurs, right? That's, there's a difference. See that right there could be where you mess up as you say businesses. And it's like, you meet a person who owns a business technically, but they're a solopreneur, which is different from uh, a company that has uh, employees and HR department, you know, like it's a, it's a big difference. And when you work with the ones that are more serious and have more structure, it's just better because it's going to save you a lot of time and headache. Like the most exhausting thing is working with the solopreneur that doesn't really have the resources to pay you. They don't have the structure set up for a podcast right now. You know, they're really inconsistent. You don't want to waste your time with those people. It just becomes a big time suck. And now you wasted hours trying to get them as clients and then more time trying to get them to set up the right systems for the podcast. And then they disappear on you. You don't want to deal with that. So get focused on the ideal people that you want to work with. Uh, number two is creating a signature process. And with this one, I like to work backwards. You want to analyze a problem that you've had in the podcast space with your own show. And, you know, I should have said that in the beginning. If you've never hosted a podcast, do not become a podcast consultant. That's insane. Insane. I would never pay you. I would never refer anybody to you. It's not going to happen. That is ridiculous. You have to have hosted a show because part of figuring out your signature system is using what you've done before, right? Like I made my signature systems based on what I accomplished before on my own path. You know, if you just going off of what everybody else said and what everybody else did, eh, that makes you a little untrustworthy, actually a lot. And and now I know you're not reliable because now you can't create your own system. You can't create your own thing. You're relying on somebody else. And then those people end up really dying off. Like I know a lot of people that did that late 2020, early 2021 around the COVID time. And none of them are in the podcast space anymore. I remember so many people coming to me. Oh, I want you to help me with this course. And oh, let's do a group coaching program. Some people told me let's do an event. And I'm like, look, man. 
If you're still here in six months, we could do it. The truth is not one of them lasted. Literally not one. Some of them had Facebook groups with a bunch of bots in there, you know, like 10,000 people to make it look like the group's doing good. And it really wasn't. And it was just, it was interesting to see because I knew it would happen. Most of those people didn't have a plan set up for their success. You know, they didn't have an idea of what they wanted to do or any of that. It was just like, well, I see podcasting's making money. So let me just jump out there and do this. Nah, man, you got to create a signature system, meaning you promise your customers a certain result at the end, right? Big or small, whatever it is, you promise them a result. That's something that they can lean on and lean on and rely on you for. And that result could be anything. It could be more listeners. It could be monetization. It could be mo uh, organization, whatever it is. Um, it could be um, more structure on the show, honestly. Like as far as management goes, I think that's empty space. It's just kind of a pro tip. And what I mean is like people don't know how to set up seasons for their show, have a good intro and outro, get a sponsor for the season, stuff like that. I think that space is really empty and that could do really well. So when you had a signature system, what helps me is outlining every single step they have to take, why that step is important, and then the outcome that they get from that specific step. So for example, how my process works with monetization is the first step, one of the steps is list 500 companies that you want to, uh, you would love to sponsor you. Yes, 500. And you want to list 500 because you categorize them into different categories, big companies, small companies, you know, personal brands and stuff like that. Then what you get out of this step is clarity on who you're going to work with, because out of those 500, you'll get a handful that respond and you have a conversation and eventually it'll lead to a deal. Right. But the first step is listing the 500, right? Like that's very important. So I do that for literally every single step throughout the entire program. And really what this does is it even helps you be better at what you're doing. Like in terms of the coaching and the consultant thing, like you become better at it when you have that much structure to it for yourself. Like it's for them ultimately, obviously, but it's also for you. So you know what to keep up with, you know, what's happening week one and week two, you know, if you're having guests in, it's going to help them. You have people that will come in and provide that insight. You know, you don't know everything. The signature system is so damn important. If you skip that, you're not going to stand out. You become a commodity, right? Like with podcast editing. Uh, I know this guy who edits. I know this guy that does audio grounds, blah, blah, blah. And they all are pretty much the same. Well, you have a system that, you know, you have a proven process, a proven outcome that you can get that makes you valuable. Now, the third thing when you're doing this consultant thing is you want to get some of those early clients, some, uh, just a layup, right? I call them layups. You want somebody that, you know, you've always been connected to that, you know, you could really serve somebody that you can help get to an outcome. Somebody did that will have no problem giving you a testimonial. I can say the most important thing in the first month is getting a handful of podcasters to vouch for you. When you can have five or six hosts that are like, this guy's amazing, or she knows what she's talking about. Help me in this way. That's perfect. And I think that's way better than spamming Facebook groups and communities about, you know, getting promotion or whatever it is. It's, you don't want to be that person because it never works. You're not going to get the clients you want that way. You're much, much better off um, getting in testimonials. 
you know, valuable partnerships and friendships and stuff, that's going to lead to more deals being closed. But all in all, those are really the major steps of becoming a podcast consultant. It's obviously a lot more, but if you don't get those three down, nothing else is going to work. I guess I'll give you a pro tip on pricing. So pricing in this should really be based on the value of it. And there's some scammy ways to do that, but I'm not going to get into that. That's not, that's not cool. <laughs> it's better if you have two packages in the beginning, right? And only one of them is public in the beginning. I would say for the first year or mm, it's a little much, let's say half a year for six months, same program, same offer, same pricing, right? Of between 500 and a thousand dollars, right? The reason why is because when it's structured so simply and easily and the price is just clear and straight to the point that leads to a lot more deals being closed. I know a lot of people will tell you to overcomplicate it and do this and that. Listen, man, Keep it simple. Don't overdo it. And then a pricing being between 500 and a thousand, because it's really up to you. It depends on the value that you put into it. But I can say you don't want to make it too cheap where people think it's useless, but you don't want to make it too valuable or too uh, expensive where people think it's overpriced. Right. So you got to find a happy medium. Um, and man, when you become a consultant, I can tell you it's super fun helping podcasts grow and stuff. But you have to have that signature system or you won't be able to go as far as you can. Like you can't go on stage and speak without that. Truthfully you can, but eh, it's better to have your own, but I know you probably got more questions. Make sure you check out the newsletters link down in the description down below and hit me on Twitter at Chris podcasting with any other, any of your other podcast questions. I'm here to help you out. I'm super excited. Pod central is finally open and it's amazing because this is the tool I've wanted to make for so long, man. And to see it actually working in real life, it's incredible. Um, make sure you subscribe or follow me on Twitter at Chris Podcasting. I am going back to YouTube very, very soon um, to really obviously create content for Pod Central. But man, it's exciting right now. It's really, really exciting. If you got any questions, hit me on Twitter. You can check out Pod Central down below. We got a sale going on only this week. That's it. Only this week after this week is done. Alpha testers will be closed. If you got any questions, hit me up. You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? T. Adeola hosts a great podcast called Tiny Giants. T, tell us what these fine folks will get out of listening. We are the Creator Economy Show that's about careers, not celebrity. Right. So who should listen to this show are the parents of young people who want to know more about the creative economy and why that's a career path for their children or the young people themselves. Amazing. Where can the young people or the parents subscribe? You can find us at tinygiants.tech or wherever you get these podcasts, these fine podcasts. And you can also find us at the Marketing Podcast Network, which is marketingpodcast.net. You heard him. Go subscribe. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.